Welcome to episode 86 of Voice in Education. This is Julie Daniel Davis, and today I want to talk a little bit about Amazon's voice interoperability initiative, known as the VII, and how it's gaining a little bit of momentum recently. I think it's got up to like 30 different companies who have signed on to believe that it's important that people be able to access the programs across varying devices. But as most people have said in the news in the last couple of weeks, um, two important players are missing in that, and that would be Google and Apple, for instance. Um, One of the things that they're striving to do with the Amazon VI is to create guides and a guideline and a guidebook to help uh, those interested in being an interoperability um, provider know how best to do that. And I think it's interesting that Amazon has chosen to go this route and is is really seems to be trying hard to push towards that. Um, I don't know if it's because it has been started by Amazon that the Google and the Apple don't want to be a part, nor some, Samsung, but it does seem interesting that they are the ones pushing it which um, it almost feels like if it were a third party, someone who uh, wasn't involved in in it um, for commerce reasons, for commercial reasons, it might get more steam instead of one of the major players themselves. That being said, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, well, what is the ultimate goal that Amazon is doing now? I don't know if you saw, but... You can now actually print from your Alexa. So you there is an Alexa print f- feature. So if you wanted to print a recipe or print something, that would be a really nice, quick way for people to be able to print. Um, and so as I'm thinking about this and thinking about their recent goals, it almost seems like that Amazon is trying to create a voice operating system. And that's makes me go, hmm, because I don't think that in the big scheme of things for the future, um, we're going to see a standalone device in a classroom. I think more and more we're going to see this voice interface being put upon things that we already use on a regular basis. And for education purposes, I specifically think of what I'm seeing with Canvas and Learning Square and some of five or six of the big name LMSs or uh, SISs in educational technology now have an Alexa interface so that a family can say, hey Alexa, what is Johnny's homework today? Um, Which is just added on top of a program are a system that is already being robustly used in the educational sector. And I think we're going to see more and more of that as educators. We're going to, not going to see voice as a standalone in the classroom as much as we're going to see it on top of things that we're already using and have already used just to add another level of easy access um, through that voice interface. So I'm really interested to see 
Is that the goal? Is that where Amazon's going? A, a voice operating system that allows these companies to just easily add on. Uh, and I'm thinking, you know, like API, uh, open API, maybe something like that. Um, in order for these other companies to access it and for them to gain momentum in using this across the board. It, if that is the case, it's not a bad idea. Um, you know, we started off in the world of the internet with a lot of different options and it slowly moved down to uh, what we know today. And I think this is still the, the wild, wild west of voice as the world is trying to figure out what do we do with it and where do we move forward? But I think we all need to be aware of it. That being said, uh, VoiceBot AI put out an article saying that the Google Assistant hit the 50,000 smart home device mile milestone, um, meaning that uh, many there are many different devices. I think there were 5,500 different brands represented in that. And that is a five-fold increase from just two years ago. And they're striving really hard uh, now to work with third-party devices, Google is. So what does that mean for us as educators? I think we just need to be aware of what's going on out there and how these uh, big companies are now working towards being really involved in other devices, not just when I say Google Assistant or if I say um, Alexa, you may be using an Alexa in your car. You may be using an Alexa on your laptop. So we as educators have to figure out what does that mean in terms of student privacy? Or, and what does that mean in terms of helping our students or for student access? Um, it's, it's, it's an interesting thought and also an interesting way that it's going about with Alexa because they're not specifically speaking into classroom use. They're speaking into how do, how does, how does their product, how does it, how can Alexa support families in regards to what's happening in the classroom. Um, mainly their goals at this point are letting families be aware, uh, be more connected as families, which I think every educator, every, every educator everywhere would think right now it would be a great asset to be able to be more connected to the families, especially when a lot of us are still not doing face-to-face, -face, so that would be another option. So I, I think for some reason, for me, I think we might be at this pivotal time of seeing maybe this little shift across what the future is going to look like with voice and how people will be able to access these programs, which right now we know is skills as an Alexa, but if it can be interoperable uh, imagine how that could impact our families it doesn't matter if they have this device or that device they'd be able to access it no matter what the device they have and i think both google and siri and uh, alexa have shown that they have a desire to be um, accessed no matter where you are because they all have apps that work on a device, whether you have a 
um, that work on a smartphone, whether you have their uh, device that you have to buy or not. So that to me says that they see this as something that is bigger than that little standalone speaker or smart assistant in the corner of, of the room. So, and while I think there's great value in having a smart assistant in the room, um, because it allows for some screen-free, hands-free access, I think we're gonna see next level being something very different. And I just felt like today, that was something to talk about and start thinking about as educators. Um, how will I access voice? And should I be accessing voice based on what's best for my students and their privacy? This is Julie Daniel Davis signing off.